Make Me Laugh. Welcome to Make Me Laugh, the comedy podcast driven by listener inputs and the furious rage of one man. I am here, folks. I am here to report that former Cincinnati Bengals receiver Chad Ochocinco lived in his own home stadium for two years, foregoing a life of luxury and excess. Then, according to Sportsbook Nation, this man received uh, some help from his grandmother. He moved in with her. Now, this is great. I didn't know any of this stuff before now. And I'm putting Chad Ochocinco in my top five players of all time. It's a very elite list, very short. I know it isn't football season, folks. What do you want me to talk about from a sports perspective? Baseball? Hockey? I've covered those in detail way, way back on episode 19 of this humble MML podcast. I don't know why or how I came upon the topic of Ochocinco. And his sensible approach. There was this book, though, if you'll recall, it was called The Millionaire Next Door. It's basically a book that encouraged you to save money, not piss it away on stupid stuff. I never read it. Never read the whole thing anyway. I was too busy scoping out a new Tesla to go with my $80,000 Ford Raptor. (laughs) Now, this millionaire book, The Millionaire Next Door, gave all these examples of millionaires that you would never guess are millionaires. You know, the little librarian with her reading glasses and frumpy outfits? Turns out this bitch is a millionaire. (laughs) The guy you see at the gym that looks like an air conditioner repair guy, but then jumps up on the pull-up bar and knocks out like 37 pull-ups with perfect form, then humbly walks out? He's a fucking millionaire. Woo! Unbelievable. The guy you see on the corner passed out, stone drunk, laying by the stoplight. Boom, millionaire. The point of me bringing all this up is that Ocho Cinco is now in my top five NFL players of all time. Five. The. That's right, the vibes this week is not from anybody else outside of this studio. It's from me, PZ. Sorry, Keith. Sorry, Carl. Your five submissions are going to have to wait. Because as the great Damian Lillard says, pointing to his wrist where a watch would be if he had one, this is my time. Actually, he says this is Dame time or something like that. But you get the point. Let's go. Pete Z's five top NFL players of all time. Number one, Heinz Ward, Pittsburgh Steeler receiver. Full on steal, all smiles, should be in the Hall of Fame. Number two, running back Rocky Blyer, another Pittsburgh Steeler, a war hero, and just a super all-around human being. They made a movie about this guy. It was the very definition of a badass. Peter, you just listing Steelers because that's your favorite team? That's none of your business. This is my list. This is my time. Number three, Bo Jackson. Before he was injured, he was simply the best modern-era multi-sport athlete that has ever walked the face of the earth. The best ever. Number four, 
This one will surprise you. It's Seattle Seahawk Mac Strong. He was a fullback. He had a 14-year career. Okay? If your name is Mac Strong, you're going on the list. For any naysayers about... Don't give me any shit about Tom Brady and Peyton Manning. This is my time. And trust me, we could put Mac Strong and whoever you want, Brady, Breeze, Brezhnev, uh, anybody you want... Put them on the, put them in a fucking steel cage, okay? Put them all in there, and I guarantee you, Max Strong will walk out of there holding the inter, intercontinental title belt, okay? I'm getting off tra- <laughs> fucking intercontinental belt. I don't even know what the fuck that means. Number four, uh, next one, Ch- uh, last one, last one, Chad Ochocinco. For the reasons elaborated upon earlier, an amazing athlete, showman. And now I know a financial strategist, truly the millionaire next door, provided you live beside a 65,000 seat stadium, simply the best ever. Now, that's the list. The authoritative PZ MML football list. If any DBQ 100 individuals are mad that I'm talking about football in the spring and summer, get over it. Fucking the NFL won't shut up about combines, drafts, free agents, previews, and on and on the whole fucking year long. So please do not get spun up about the MML situation. Whatever. Or I hope the naysayers do get spun up. I would love it if I saw people marching in the streets, protesting MML, walking up and down. For some of them, it'd be great exercise. Get them off their screens for a minute. I'm always thinking of ways to improve our society, and that's just the latest. Mail, 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 mail. All right, this week's mailbag. Pete, we've got a neighborhood problem here in the New Friken suburbs. There was a stray cat spotted near our common area slash park, and we think it may be starving. Thoughts on what to do? Thanks, Paula C. A lot of Paula's around here. Paula C. says New Friken. I do love the New Franken region, uh, Paula. I've been down in that neck of the woods before. Went down there to watch a, believe it or not, a dog race one time. Now, to your question, Paula, about stray animals. It's very sad. People should abide as pet owners when they sign up for the role of pet ownership. Very simple. You said you're going to take care of this fucking pet. Do it. Now, when you get these strays, You need to be cautious, and this is where most folks fail. You can't get emotionally attached to a stray, and that's the biggest problem. Well, what could happen, Pete? Pete, if we take this animal in and nurse it back to health. Gee, I don't know what could happen. Maybe it's covered in ticks, then you end up with Lyme disease and fuck up your joints. Does that sound good? Maybe it's got rabies, and you end up hospitalized and walking around in a zombie-like state. Maybe, I don't know, this animal goes into survival mode and rips out your liver or your spleen or one of your other filtering organs. Does any of that sound good? No. You need to call animal control and don't think twice. I've spoken at length regarding domestic unicorns, so there's your pedigree right there. And Here's the thing about that. Do you think if people can't keep a cat... And they jettison that cat into the wild. Do you think this is a clear case where you have robotics and AI systems just laughing at society? 
sharpening up their little algorithms. Can you imagine a robot that is positioning to take over the home of a person that can't even manage a fucking house cat? Set algorithm level to third grade reading level. Proceed into home of record for immediate takeover. Remove empty pizza boxes and other items disheveled owners have laying around. I mean, this is the easiest fucking robot takeover of all time. I'm looking for the fucking robot sound effect. (laughs) I don't know. I guess I don't have a robot sound effect. You get the point. You know, that's why it's not like in the movies with Tom Cruise battling against robots and Will Smith slapping the shit out of them. Oh, that wasn't a movie. (laughs) But my point is the robot takeover is going to be very boring and methodical. Imagine these DBQ 100 homeowners returning to their home of record to find it thoroughly cleaned up and the robot has made dinner. And all the robot is asking for is an internet connection and to be left alone. Folks, what I'm basically describing is just an Alexa with legs. Get ready, it's here. So back to Paula's question about this cat. Paula, just call animal control, okay? And then bolt some metallic legs onto your Alexa just as a temporary setup until you hear the ominous dystopian knock at your front door probably sometime in mid-June of 2023 and to think that several individuals messaged me with ethical complaints for MML regarding my genetically engineered unicorn I'll tell you what robot Alexa that's the first thing it's going to do is get animal control on the horn and they'll uh, get that beautiful mystical unicorn you've purchased with its lustrous mane and they'll get that the hell out of the home of record so you can have full unabated control of the home by the robot right back with more poignancy pete z sounds like now before i launch into the pete z sounds likes a quick Belated update on my friend Tommy. Folks, you'll recall Tommy He of the infamous yacht and timeshare experiences. Well, I finally made it down to the local marina to get a look at the uh, yacht. And let's just simply say that it is not seaworthy. There's a large hole in the bow of the boat where it looks like the boat's hull or whatever the thing is called was penetrated by, I don't know, a bowling ball sized object. And Tommy conveyed to me that this was caused by vandals and that he was going to catch the perpetrators and that he had filed an insurance claim. But in the meantime, he was putting a temporary fix in place so we could go out on the water. And can you guess what the fix was? Yes, it was flex seal tape. In a craft that's probably 50 feet long with a crater-sized hole in the fucking bow. Suffice to say, I did not accompany him onto the water, but I did watch him tape the boat up, get the motors started, and set a course for God knows where. The boat didn't sink, at least in my line of vision. So I guess the three-week over-under I mentioned two weeks ago is still on the fucking line here. 
So thanks for indulging me on the update of Tommy and his yacht. And on to Pete Z. Sounds like these come in from AC in the hothouse. Number one, Pete Z sounds like the boss who pulls his team together, gives a rousing speech that concludes with, we got this, and then retreats to his office and spends the rest of his day playing Roblox. (laughs) (sighs) Pete Z sounds like the guy at a diner who pockets a bunch of sugar packets, then forgets about them, and ends up with a laundry load full of sugar and wadded paper. You showed them, Pete. (laughs) PZ sounds like the guy at the local hardware store that greets every customer with a hearty, how's it going, governor? Just shut up and point me to the claw hammers, you creep. Pete Z sounds like a guy who proudly lists his title as webmaster. Please, Mr. 2007, tell us your great joke about the interwebs. (laughs) Yeah, that's a tired trope. All right. Well, I gave you the Tommy update, folks. Um, I don't know. I don't know what to put the guy's DBQ score at. I feel like I'm being mean if I ratchet it way up. I feel like I'm being dishonest to the score if I, you know, walk it way back down just because we're pals. But I'm going to split the difference, right? Put him at a 50 and just move on. Congratulations, Tommy, if you are listening um, on whatever success you've achieved on your trip. I hope you're still alive. Now, um, that's it for today's show. Thank you so much for joining. If you want to keep your own DBQ score nice and low, then take good care of the domesticated animals that you signed up to take care of in the first place. Keep your home of record clean. And continue to strengthen your forearm muscles. If you have content for this MML pod, just hit me up, pizzacomedy at gmail. If you like the MML pod, please share the show, preferably, preferably with someone that has a DBQ score of 50 or below. We like to maintain a small but elite listening force. Talk to you all next week.